0: Wedding photographers
1: unite. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number seven of Wedding Photographers Unite. My name is Andy Bashemi. My name is Neil Urban, and we are a bi-monthly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. By wedding photographers. Thank you, delayed, Mister Urban. <laughs> How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing good, in, man. And the and today's reason- a
0: special episode. I mean, you're joining us from across the pond over in Ireland. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good, man, and that's uh part of the reason for uh what you might experience is a little bit of a delay between Neil and I today, so uh, it's going well how are, how are things going with you man
0: Oh it's going good it's going good now you're what you're curled up in a hotel room just trying to find a good wi fi connection so this goes <laughs> to show of how committed we are to committed. uh- pro- yes. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, so I'm actually uh, on the floor by the hotel room door because it totally figures that every night I've had pretty decent Wi-Fi connection, but tonight when we planned on doing the recording here, uh, I have a Wi-Fi connection that is sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm literally like hanging out by the door to get a better signal, and uh, we're gonna be hopeful that uh, this this makes it through the rest of the episode here. Yeah, um, and
0: and what time is it over there in Ireland?
1: Uh, it's uh, four hours ahead okay. of uh, Eastern Standard Time. So it's about nine o'clock and, and hopefully I'm not too too loud. It actually maybe is better than I'm in this little nook over here. <laughs> <laughs> maybe because I don't want to be too annoying to, to my neighbors here. So uh, this yeah. may be a shorter episode for those reasons too. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, we we're going to talk, I guess, just a little bit about... Uh, Traveling and doing this kind of thing in the off season mm-hmm. and uh, vacationing versus actually shooting uh, a wedding and and what goes into into that uh, when we when we travel with our gear. So actually, uh, Neil, you do uh, quite a bit of of destination shooting yourself more so than than I do. So mm-hmm. maybe you want to kick that off a little bit with um like what what you do for your gear and and how how you bring your gear and how you how you pack and what uh, steps you take to make sure that everything gets there. Uh, and maybe, I don't know, do you want to talk about the difference between when you're shooting a wedding or, and then maybe I can talk about uh, yeah, when you not yeah, shooting we, a wedding since that's what I'm doing, but go ahead. Yeah, we can get into all
0: that. Um, I mean, for wedding season, uh, our, wedding, our destination wedding season is pretty much conveniently uh, opposite of our season in Buffalo, New York. Um, our destination weddings pick up around uh, February to April, and then they then they stop, which is awesome because that's when um, buffalo weddings pick up and then our then it kind of falls off, and then um then our destinations pick back up in november and December um, now for wedding for destination weddings there's a lot of a lot of planning that goes into it um, it It sounds very um Ah, uh, it, it's, it sounds a lot better than what it really is because there's so much work. There's so much planning that goes yep. into destinations mm-hmm. that, um, it's, it's not what everybody thinks it is. Um, for, for destinations, we have to pretty much go over the budget of everything with the clients at first, make sure that they know what they're getting into. Um, so you have to charge your travel on top of your photography fees. Now, it, it, every wedding is different. It all depends on where you're going. Um, but you pretty much, when you're talking to the client, you want to say, okay, the, you kind of want to have to look up of what the flights are. Um, sometimes wedding. So
1: do you, when... I know different photographers do it different ways. Some photographers mm-hmm. will actually charge uh, you know, the client the actual cost of the flight. And some photographers will like say that it's this amount of money for the Northeast or this amount of money for you know, the West coast or something along those lines. Do you, do you have a way that you do that that works well for you or how do you do? No,
0: no, not really. I I mean, I really don't charge, I mean, we don't nickel and dime people. We don't charge them up to the cent or the dollar. Uh, we just kind of get a nice average just because the flights are constantly changing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if people are booking a year or two or maybe 18 months out in advance, then we kind of get the, uh, kind of get the average of what the flights are, um, you know, around that t- time of season. Um, and then we kind of get that, that average cost and then we, uh, then we put it into a package, um, all bundled up into one. So people aren't seeing it. It's, we're going down to the scent kind of thing. Um, and we, uh, we, you know, we also think about uh, the rental car, um, hotel room, that kind of stuff. Um, and when, whenever we do travel, we make sure that we're staying at the same hotel that all of the guests are, so you're not far away from anything. Uh, sometimes clients will want to put you in a cheaper hotel, which is understandable because people are trying to cut back and save money. But what they're doing, um, if they decide to do that, is that they're separating you from everybody else. Uh, but what you want to do is you want to be where everybody is and uh, so that you're not in a uh, a, uh, a cheap hotel um, 20 yep. miles away. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's almost the same kind of thing as like, you know, dinner, right? Like when like, I, it's always the most awkward thing, and I always hate bringing it up, but I always do and I kind of make a little joke about it. But like when I have a couple in, it's like I want to be, you know, seated with the guests so I know what's happening, not in a different room because otherwise mm-hmm. you're missing things, right? And it's the same kind of thing if you're Oh, definitely. you know, in a in a hotel somewhere else and then something happens, you need to be there. Uh, it just throws everything off. So it's kind of the same in that regard, right, right. Yeah. yeah, I
0: mean, during the reception, I mean, one time we were sitting in another room and uh, the father of the bride ended up picking up the mic and did a couple of jokes and ended up dancing or singing. And the grandparents ended up dancing. And we kind of missed this whole thing. Nobody ever came and got us and we had no idea. And then all of a sudden, you know, After dinner, the bride was like, oh, you know, did you get that? And we're like, did we get what? So, yeah, you do miss out on things. And with destination weddings, there's always uh, these little meetups that happen. And um, whether if it's, you know, just in the lobby bar or down at the pool on the beach or something like that. So you will, you know, if, if you're not there, then you will pretty much miss out. And especially for destination weddings like Out of the Country, your cell phone probably most likely won't work, uh, so it's pretty it's pretty hard to get in touch with everybody. So you're always going to have to, um, you know, if you're not in the room, and the in the bride calls you, you know, to your room, um, most likely you're going to miss out on things. So, um, but but stay in a hotel, um, you're always kind of in t- in touch with all the family members and stuff like that. Um, so it's it's really easy to. You know, it's, it's a lot better to stay at the same hotel.
1: So uh, but, um, so, so, getting back to maybe uh, mm-hmm. the gear a little bit, uh, what do you do for uh, bringing your gear when you're, when you're getting ready to, to shoot a destination wedding?
0: Well, f- for me, um, gosh, I, I try and bring everything in that I can. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, for, for destination weddings, anything within 10 hours, uh, my wife and I, we drive, just so that we can bring more gear. Uh, more light stains, um, more lighting equipment, all that stuff. But anything outside of ten hours, um, because I mean, I do like to drive, um, and I, I do like to bring more equipment. But when it comes to flying, um, we bring three bodies. Uh, so I have my main body. My wife has her main, her main body, and then we uh, we have a backup. Uh, so in case something happens to hers, so in case something happens to mine, we have that third camera just in case. And then we, uh, we try and bring all of our lenses that we can. Um, pretty much, if, if you can't, I mean, if, if, you're, if you have like a, like a fisheye or one of these random lenses that's going to take up room, just leave it behind yeah, unless that's like your go-to, which I'm sure not a lot of people use fisheyes a <laughs> lot. Your go-to
1: fisheye? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but if, if you have this, if you have a lens that you use like once per wedding, you know, just just leave it back, you know, just leave it behind. Um, uh, we try and bring two or three uh, speed lights, um, not four or five the the ones that I usually use that uh, on when I drive to destination weddings um, and that's what I bring on my carry on and now when I check when I check in, in my check luggage, I try and bring two light stands just for the uh, the reception coverage. Uh, There was one time I I didn't bring any light stands and I ended up putting my flash flashes like wherever I possibly could put them and the, uh, the image quality kind of suffered for, for that. But, um, so I try and bring two light stands. If not, if I can't, then I just try and bring one and then, um, I also try and bring a smaller tripod, uh, one that really condenses into something small and then you can really expand the the legs. And, um, if you're not using the tripod during the the reception, then you can turn that into a light stand. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you, yeah, if, if you don't want to bring all that stuff, then just try and bring one light stand and one tripod. And if you don't want to bring light stands or anything, just try and bring that tripod so you can turn that into a light stand. So at least you have uh, one off-camera flash to where you can use it. So. And then, uh, try and bring as many batteries as you can. Um, and don't forget your chargers. Uh, don't charge everything at your studio and then bring it with you. Try and, um, start charging as soon as you get to the hotel. So, uh, everything is freshly charged because things kind of lose their charge over time. And plus, especially on batteries, if you're checking, um, batteries, the, uh, the batteries will die quicker because it's so cold. Um, in the body of, of the airplane. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep that in mind. Those little things do help. So, um, and also, uh, I also bring a, um, a, a Western Digital Passport hard drive, separate hard drive. So as soon as we shoot something, it goes to my computer, and I automatically um, back up on, my, on a separate hard drive. And uh, I really don't clean out my memory cards until I get home, until they are uh, backed up. Inside the studio as well, so they are backed up three times: mm-hmm. one on my one on my um, uh, memory memory cards, the the computer, and also the uh, the external. So it's a it's a pretty good system.
1: Yeah, and having them in different locations too—that I think we, we had mentioned before. Uh, yeah, so and Neil, don't forget
0: this... about yeah, don't forget about the hotel rooms. They have um, the safes, so try and try and lock up your gear as much as you can when you're when you're not in the room.
1: Right. So, so Neil, all this sounds like a lot of work to shoot these destination weddings, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it so is. You, it's, you,
0: it's so much work. And I'm telling you, if destination weddings sound awesome and it's great for the portfolios, but don't, don't do it for free <laughs> or don't do it for a vacation. And this is another thing that they're not vacations. They're anything but vacations. Yeah. What, what you do is you want to arrive, you shoot and you leave. Um, we we often target well, we, what we used to do is we gave our, gave our clients like an option whether if we arrived two days ahead or one day ahead. Um, a lot of the clients used to uh, take advantage of that one day ahead kind of thing, um, and there were there were a lot of issues as to where we almost made it on time just because of flight delays, weather, yeah, all right, that stuff,
1: which always happened.
0: Right, right. So we nixed out that day before, and then now we arrive two days before just in case of anything. So that leaves us an entire almost like 24, 36 hours to get there on time. Um, so yes, yeah, so we we arrived two days before that gives us I mean usually when we arrive that day, I mean there's not much left in the day to do anything. Uh, pretty much unpack, start charging and relax a little bit and then and also touch base with the clients, you know, make sure that you know they know that you're there and then um, and then the day the day before, um, just scout, look around, check things out, get to know your, your surroundings and stuff. Um, get to know the wedding party, get to know the parents, especially the parents, um, because most likely they will be, uh, paying for, for your travels to get you there. Um, and, uh, and just, you know, just shoot away. Try, try and also try and get all the, uh, basics of uh like the hotel and stuff like that the details of the hotel details of the area uh they're gonna you know clients are gonna want that that stuff you know um try and shoot that like the day before so that the day of the wedding you know you're just doing all the uh all the action stuff
1: yeah you know here's the thing about uh these destination weddings and everything and i've you know i've done a few myself and and every time that you do it, it seems like it's it's this glamorous thing, like, oh, I'm going here to shoot this wedding, and it... You know, and there's there's the small element of that, but the point is, is you know, that I think we're trying to make here, and you're trying to make, is just that it's a lot of work. Like it's it's a it's a lot of work to to shoot a destination wedding because you know the times that I have, it's where it's like you're not, I'm not, I'm not familiar with this area, so I mm-hmm. need to do my research on what locations are good, how long does it take to drive. I'm on Google Maps and I'm doing all these different things to make sure that 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 I'm you know that I'm aware of what the situation is in that particular area. Um, because otherwise uh, you're not providing the service that that you should be providing and they should have maybe have hired a local photographer. So it's that much extra work that you have to do to, to be prepared to shoot wherever it is uh, mm-hmm. that, that you might be shooting. It's a lot of extra work that I think a lot of people don't think. And that also means because it's a lot of extra work, you also need to be charging for that as well um, because if you're not then you end up just losing money on the flight losing money on any car rentals losing money on on parking and if and we are a business and if you don't treat yourself like a business then you end up um, <laughs> losing out over the long term <laughs> and and things won't, won't work out uh, long term for you so um, just some thoughts on that there
0: yeah definitely and also don't forget that destination uh, weddings you're also taking a lot more pictures Um, you're a little bit more trigger, trigger happy, um, on that camera, on that shutter. So don't forget a lot more pictures. That means that you're going to have to spend a lot more time editing those images, culling through all of those images. Um, so don't forget, you know, in the, in the long run, after the wedding is, is over with, you know, once you get back home, you're going to have a lot more work to do. Um, so yeah, just make sure you keep that in mind as well.
1: Absolutely. Um, so Andy,
0: I mean, you're in Ireland right now. You're not there for like a wedding assignment or anything. You're there for a more personal trip. Uh, tell us about that. What What brought you over to
1: Ireland? So yeah, absolutely. Uh, what I'm doing here right now is totally uh, non-wedding related. Uh, and what brought me here is, you know, I just decided every couple of years uh, I was going to, you know, take one of these trips and kind of refresh and uh, remind myself of of why I love photography outside of weddings. Because as mm-hmm. much as I love wedding photography, I still love photography outside of weddings. And uh, putting yourself in a new environment, especially you know when it's not home, makes things very exciting. Um, it makes it very exciting because it's it's you're not used to seeing uh you know the the stone walls and the green grass and the cliffs and the yeah. and the you know the amazing things that are happening over here And these uh the my, the biggest thing um i don't know if you saw uh the the most recent thing that i posted on facebook um but but i am extremely happy that i like um i'm driving across the country here in ireland and i just found this tree that was like you know i've i've been waiting for a long time Like, seriously, like every time I go on one of these trips, I've been waiting for a long time to find like the lone tree that looks amazing itself, but then also has an incredible background. Mm -hmm. And I was driving, driving along the middle of the country. Um, and by the way, these rental car people they're gonna they're gonna hate me because i literally I've, I've tested the unlimited mileage that they do so claim uh, but I literally have been to every hundred thousand a
0: hundred thousand miles on this rental what yeah
1: <laughs> I I've, honestly I've put three thousand kilometers because uh, that's at least what it says on it well, more than three thousand kilometers and that's just been within the past week um, <laughs> but uh, anyway I, so I found this tree and I finally found my tree basically it's like mm-hmm. my 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 tree man like the tree that I've been looking for forever against this beautiful backdrop and I just had this little photo session with my tree for about like 30 (laughs) minutes to an hour and also the other thing man is just coming out here to be to to be peaceful and Mm -hmm. like connect with the world man because like what we do everything gets so busy and it's like you're thinking about the next wedding the next client the next thing that you have going on and it's like it just it's very stressful with what we do with our job and and so I really kind of wanted to just like slow down, and I've been getting into like you know you know not to get too religious or anything, and i'm which I actually am not but uh but I've been getting into the idea of Buddhism on like a- mm-hmm. philo- philosophical level and just meditating and being at one with the world and everything like that, <laughs> and so actually like a couple of days ago I just like I put the camera down. I like turned off my phone, and I just like sat on a rock for like three hours and just like to be at one man. You just, know what I mean?
0: Taking yeah, taking your surroundings.
1: Yeah, and, and to slow down and, to, and to just kind of mm-hmm. be. So that was that was that was part of it. And you know, there were a couple things that, that we talked that I talked about. You know, before I left, where where I probably. Uh, could have and I was going to like set up some shoots and and maybe try and get like a model shoot going with you know somebody in a wedding dress um you know and the reason to do that is you know if you want destination weddings right you got to have that portfolio right so um and it's really not that hard to do um you know actually but the thing is is i i kind of i started to i started to like get on model mayhem and start to you know send out these messages and model mayhem is model mayhem if you're unfamiliar with it mm-hmm. uh it's an always an interesting experience and you have to kind of screen the people that you're going to use in the right ways and, and everything like that and i started to do that and i did it later than i wanted to i was like actually at the airports when i started to do it and it just started to become too much like work and yeah, I'm yeah. and and I was just like, okay, I can I can work this whole trip, or I can actually enjoy it for what I originally intended it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided against it once I had like a couple flaky model mayhem experiences, and and that um, whole,
0: that, that defeats the whole purpose of your trip, you right? Know I mean? At least for what that. I was trying to do.
1: I, you know, if, yeah. it, i I could have had. That could have been part of my trip and and if I would have planned it that way like beforehand, if I would have done it months ago and mm-hmm. I was in work mode when I set it up and then it was just like – then it would be like the one day of a shoot uh, you know, it's, that, would, that would take away from just the time that I'm trying to experience. But yeah. I did it too late and it just ended up being like work trying to set the shoot up. So I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm done. I'm I'm good. Um mm-hmm. But you know, I think that is actually something that you know, if you want to shoot destination weddings on on a level outside of your own your own country, that's something that you do, and it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. It's just people at the end of the day, and trying to yeah. you know, you know, but you have to be set that stuff up before is what I'm saying, people. You know what <laughs> I mean? If that's something you really want to do, and and start mm-hmm. to build your portfolio and and have different scenes in the background uh, there, because that that really you know matters. Or a um, model posing with your tree. Yeah, or a model posing <laughs> with my tree. Absolutely, absolutely. Well,
0: congratulations on finding your tree. I know you were uh, looking for it for quite some time, so yeah, congratulations.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm very happy. I found my tree. And, and now, it actually, it, it was funny because what I, I got some feedback from it, and it became this thing where people had said, oh, I'm trying to find my tree, <laughs> you know, like, like you can make a T-shirt. I found my tree. I found my tree, found my tree man, you know? <laughs> that's cool that's cool now uh were you there for
0: uh saint patrick's day
1: yeah matter of fact i actually landed on saint patrick's day dude when i got here man dude this whole every one of these trips like ends up being surreal for me i went to japan a couple years Mm -hmm. ago and and this one was very surreal to me because i literally like i took the red eye landed at five in the morning rented a car and and just started driving away from dublin airport um, yeah. on St. Patrick's Day and there was just this crazy fog everywhere and I'm driving on the oh, left hand side awesome. of the driving on the left hand side of the road. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm in, and like in these super small tight roads um, that are just like, you know, in, in America, like we each have our lanes and we stay in them, you know, mm-hmm. over here, they're just really small roads. And it's like you have to watch out for head on collisions. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it's in, and like you see somebody else and you and you both slow down and you both skirt to the outsides of the road and uh-huh. you keep driving and you keep watching out for more head on collisions, you know, <laughs> on all the, on these little roads. And the, it's it's such an it's so interesting to like throw yourself out of what you know and, and mm-hmm. to to kind of just experience, uh, like, the the way an entire different country works. And it's uh, it's, uh, it's really amazing every time, if you, especially if you haven't done it before. This is my first time to Ireland. And the mm-hmm. first time you go to any new country, I think you really kind of, you know, you experience that culture shock of just how different it is in, in yeah. a different place. Um, but uh, anyway, I think that's probably enough of uh, cool. enough of my talk on that. But
0: uh, no, uh, now as far as gear, what did you uh, what did you bring? Especially, I mean, you kind of had an idea that you know, if you're come across a model or something like that, um, you're gonna shoot shoot that person. But I mean, as far as gear goes, what did you bring? Because um, you are on vacation, but it, it's also a photo trip for you. Yeah. So.
1: So actually, uh, you you know, it's actually is interesting that you mentioned that because that's actually something that I should talk about, even though I'm over here not shooting a wedding and um, it's not really the main function of this trip. Mm -hmm. I still am networking in the sense that, uh, you know, like I would. So I went to the Dark Hedges which is, if you've seen, which very sadly, I have not watched the show and everybody's going to hate me because I haven't watched it, but it's seriously on my list of things to watch. But Game of Thrones, um, uh, apparently they've, they filmed some of this uh, show at the Dark Hedges um, mm-hmm. in Ireland. And I just so happened to like stop at this gas station and these people said, you know, I mentioned I was a photographer and I was traveling and they said, have you been to the Dark Hedges? And I said, no, I haven't. And what is it? And so they started to tell me and I was actually super close to it um, where I was in Northern Ireland. Uh, So I drove over to these Dark Hedges, but it's and it's. You know, so there's two two things, man. Like I like to go to the places that are the non-touristy areas. Those are those right. are where you get the best shots. Where you know that's where you find your tree, people, and that okay. nobody else
0: gets. You know,
1: yes, and it and it has more personal meaning when you kind of like explore and find these things out rather than go to these touristy places. But this happened to be a touristy place, the dark hedges, because okay. uh, this TV show was filmed there. However, it's incredibly beautiful with these trees arching over this roadway you know these big thick huge trees arching over this 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 roadway but there were a lot of other tourists there you know mm-hmm. you know doing this thing and so i went up there and they saw that i had my camera and and all this kind of thing and and they said oh do you need a model and I'm, and oh, really? there was maybe like 20 people around there, and I was like, "Yes, as a matter of fact, I do need a model." Mm-hmm. And and so there was like a fa- like this big uh, this big family, and this girl basically wanted to be my model, so I ended up shooting her, and I shoot shot her at the dark hedges, and mm-hmm. I like you know I have my lights, and I did some cool little nifty light setup things, and so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna you know I said, "Hey, give me your email address, and I'll shoot her you know photos that I shot." And so I built up a little relationship with her and, um, you know, hopefully she'll, she'll really like the images and you never know someday down the road, everybody, you know, this girl's going to get married. If she really likes the photos, she'd like to yeah. work with me in that little queer, you know, <laughs> that, that little, um, moment that we had in life, you know, that's like, mm-hmm. th- that's, that's an interesting thing. Like you meet these new people in these moments that we have in life. And, uh, and so, you know, who, who you never know. So she has my you card. I'll some. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, in, in lots of little interactions like that, you know, you, you bring, Bring business cards you know to to these kinds of trips that you have, because um, you never know um what could happen of it, even in Japan a couple of years ago I, I there was this couple that was walking along this railroad, and I photographed them you know without without them knowing about it. And then mm-hmm. I gave them a, gave them a business card later, and, <laughs> and, it, and it turns into be this you know this relationship where like they follow me on Facebook right now, and and who knows I might shoot some Japanese wedding because they you know like because I built this small little relationship with a, with them this one day you know so yeah, so yeah. use those opportunities to do that and. And now, now that I've railed on about that for five minutes, who knows? This maybe will be a longer show. Sorry about that. Um, let me get back to the actual question that you asked me, which was. Um, which no, I was mean
0: to, you answered it right there. You got to bring business cards. You know, you got to bring. Yeah, oh, there here. you go.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that was part of the part of the question. I'm sorry, man. So obviously, it's okay. It's okay. Listen, you know, I
0: mean, you're you're experiencing a lot. You're excited about, and it's it's great to hear. It's refreshing to hear. And, and, and that's very important. It's all about the people and, and you know, yeah. building relationships. Because the remember, even if you're across the world, the internet is international. I mean, there's there's no boundaries. So you can keep these relationships going.
1: Yeah. And uh, as far as the, the gear goes and everything like that, um, I, you know, I tried to really minimize the amount of stuff that I brought with me on this trip because... I want to be mobile, and I didn't want to be kind of caught down. Mm -hmm. So, um, so basically, I brought uh, one camera body, you know, and I figured if that camera body goes, then it goes, and you know, I could always buy some two hundred dollar thing, whatever, if I needed to. Right. If that happens.
0: And don't forget about your phones. You know, phones these days have very good cameras on them too. So don't forget about that as well.
1: Yeah, and actually, I've, I've been taking a lot with my phone in particular because it has the GPS built in. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so actually, if I took a photo of my tree, right, so that I know exactly where that tree is if I ever <laughs> wanted to go back down the road. Uh, and it also, it's cool because it, it'll show you a map of the places that you've been. So I'm trying yeah. to use my phone for that as well. Um, it's a very good idea. <laughs> but um, but I, so anyway, I just brought the one body. And three lenses i brought a super uh, you know wide lens, a twenty millimeter uh fifty millimeter, and a one thirty five and that 's it uh just those mm-hmm. three lenses, so I have wide uh normal and uh uh telephoto lens uh and that 's really it just those just those lenses and uh and, and you said
0: that you uh, had some lighting for that little photo shoot yes um, yeah
1: so so right and then so then I brought uh just two two flashes and one trigger. Because I knew that I wanted to get in you know especially if I was going to do that model shoot that I was originally planning on, I wanted mm-hmm. to have have those lights available, and that 's really it though, outside of the flashes and uh, actually just a little gorilla pod that I brought as well in case I wanted to study the camera, um, which has come in handy a few times right uh, but that 's yeah. really it uh, in terms of the the gear there that 's fantastic um, excellent
0: well, it sounds like you 're enjoying yourself and i 'm very uh, excited for you and and uh, can't wait to see the pictures that you capture, especially the. Uh, I, I just love these trees. I mean, you're talking about these trees, and you know, trees that go over a road or uh, just one lone tree. Um, I just love those kind of pictures. You yeah, know, I love them.
1: Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited excited about. It. I'm trying not to edit until I get back, so that it so mm-hmm. that I don't you know waste time that I'm here. You know, shooting and to yeah. actually, one other little tip. Even though this is maybe we're getting too far down the road outside of wedding photography and I apologize. But, but one other little tip, uh, is just that I think a lot of people don't think about for just shooting that kind of stuff is just put yourself in the right places at the right time as best you can. So when it's, we know that the best lighting usually, right, is going to be during sunrise and sunset. Mm -hmm. So what that means is, um, there's been a few times where I've like woken up so that I could be there for sunrise and then slept during the day, right? And then woke up just before sunset uh, because because that because you want to be there for sunrise and sunset. And yes, it, it sucks waking up early in the morning, but but that's like one of your two best times to get amazing photos. Is is that's when yeah. you're gonna get your yeah. fog in the morning and that kind of thing. So. Um, just a little side note there, uh, tangent. No, it's cool. It's um, cool. All right. Um, so, Neil. Yeah. We, a couple of things. First of all, Thank you uh, to the people that uh, finally gave us a few iTunes reviews there. We love you very much. Thank you oh, for that. Yes. Appreciate that. That makes us, uh, us want to keep you. going. Thank so you. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. And then also, uh, we have a listener question. Uh, and this comes from a guy named uh, Zach. And by the way, uh, you too can write in with listener questions to info at weddingphotographersunite.com. Uh, and uh, and basically ask questions such as this. Um, and basically, Zach wants to know. Um, you know, he. Sh- I, my impression is that he shot a few weddings so far, maybe okay. like three to four weddings. That's just the impression that I get. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really kind of wondering um, how he can go about getting the word out there. Um, you know, past those first few weddings and continuing to establish yourself. Um, so i 've been doing quite a bit of talking with my Ireland Thanks so maybe if you want to answer initially here <laughs> I mean what, what you
0: have to do is just get your images out there um, sign up you know to all these wedding websites there 's a lot of free ones um, based on your budget I mean getting st- starting out, you might want to pay a little bit for uh, you know want to subscribe to some of uh, like wedding wire or some of these other ones that are out there but um tr- try and try and b- Start accounts with all of these um, these wedding uh, sites that are out there, and post your images. Um, use social media to your advantage it's free, so sign up to you know Facebook, get a Facebook business page going. Um, use Instagram. use those hashtags on Twitter as well and uh, and just show off your images and try and keep try and you know if you have a style, try and stay with that style. Uh, so that people aren't looking at all different kinds of images as to where people are, are just don't get it. Um, just try and stick to, uh, to one good style and, uh, and don't post, you know, all of your images, post your really, really strong images. And if you have like a really strong image from the, like the same set and another image is, is just not that great. Don't even post it that people will, will, uh, to look at the two and that un- unfortunately the bad one will probably overshadow the good one so just just nix it off and just post your your best work um you know get business cards like Andy's doing over in ireland i mean he's over there in ireland and he's talking to people and and he's uh passing out business cards uh that's you just wherever you go just uh just
1: after you have a relationship with people i do want to Put that in there too. Um, oh, of course.
0: Yeah, you just can't go up to a stranger and be like, "Here's my business card."
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but but that. But on that note, there's one thing that I haven't yet mentioned uh, on the show, and, and uh, it's I heard that there's if you want to do good business, right? There's three things that you have to do, and I think it applies even in the beginning as well. Uh, and those three things are uh, you have to be likable, mm-hmm. uh, you have to do amazing work, and then you also have to be timely. Uh, and if you can do those three things, you're going to do amazing. And as a matter of fact, you only need to do two of those three things. So you can be likable and, do, and be timely, but maybe your work is okay. And you're probably still going to get more work, right? Or right, you, can right. Be, you can do amazing work, be timely, but unlikable, and maybe you'll still get work. But if you can nail all three, then you'll probably be good. But it's same kind of thing, even initially. Mm-hmm. Even initially, like if you do those first few weddings, like Neil's saying, post post that work and post only the best work. A lot of people don't get that. You know, uh, you don't just throw everything at the wall and, and hope that people like one out of 100 images. Right. Yeah. Um, post yeah. only the best, the best stuff there. OK, so uh, anything else we wanted to touch base on with with that in terms of getting started there?
0: Um, I don't know if I don't know if Zach is uh, being an assistant to other photographers, but try and become an assistant to maybe one or three photographers. Uh, try and, and pick out those three that uh, that you really want to uh, assist. Um, don't try and be an assistant to everybody because you know what you're going to pick up some a lot of bad habits from a lot of other photographers who might not be as successful or uh, might not have a work ethic that, you you know, you might want. So um, so try and pick out one of three photographers that you really respect and who are successful in the area and just uh, try and, uh, you know, learn under them.
1: Yeah, you know, I hear a lot of people, you know, a lot of – it often comes up on these message boards uh, where people talk about, um, you know, I'm having such a hard time finding somebody to second shoot with, blah, blah, blah. And you know what I have to say, and and, and you know very often Neil Van Niekerk is like like kicking back into my mind, like after <laughs> after that interview we did with him, and then also like following him for a few weeks now, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's we just might like, have to
0: have him on again in the future. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> but there are I can see why he goes on some of these tangents because because one of the one of the things that. Uh, that I think is important is, and you know, and I did this too. And I know that you did to some extent, everybody does to some extent, we want to be immediately successful right away. And sometimes we're, we're at the right place in our life that allows us to do that. Uh, But sometimes we're not. And uh, there is absolutely um, nothing wrong. And matter of fact, more people should be Starting from the bottom, and in the sense that somebody contacts me to 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 intern, I've had maybe five interns so far. I don't even know how the hell that happened, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> um, but somehow I've had about five interns so far. Um, mm-hmm. But but the people that when I interview them, you know, I want to make sure that that they're willing to carry a light, to 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 hold a bag, to to start out, and just basically. Be there to to experience what it's like to work weddings on a full day basis because a lot of people don't have the work yet. Some yeah. people I don't trust yet to second shoot, and and I'm sorry, but your work isn't there yet in order for you to second shoot. So if this is something that you're interested in, uh, you know, uh, we can talk about an internship. Um, but but I do you know, and with an internship, I do have like a contract that I that I have, and you go through. But it needs to be mutually beneficial. To both mm-hmm. them, I'm as a former teacher myself, I'm going to make sure that I give them an educational experience along the way, but they're going to be doing work for me and they're going to be starting from the bottom in terms of carrying a light, assisting, um, because that's what it is. And, and even in my... You know, I started off student teaching, and when I student taught, I filed things. That's what I did, you know? And yeah. and so there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, and and you learn quite a bit by doing that. I had an amazing intern a couple of years ago that did, that did not do it as part of a school, but he did it on his own. He, this guy contacted me uh, mm-hmm. and basically just said, hey, I want to intern for you. Um, I'm, I'm working this other job, but I, I just want to do the thing. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to work and I take them through my whole thing. But it's like, you know, if you're going to commit to doing this, I I want minimum of like 90 days doing this because otherwise it becomes not worth my time to, to take the time to train somebody if, if there isn't some kind of follow through or benefit to the business. So, but there's nothing wrong with that and, and more people should be doing that. And in my younger years, I absolutely would have, you know, been doing that, um, you know, Here's, here's the other little thing that I think, and this this applies to Zach's question directly. The reason why things happened fairly fast for me on um, the way that they did is because I, I came into this a little bit older, right? I came into this having um, networked with a lot of people throughout my life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so to have, this, to have this big base of people to kind of like, hey, see the work that you're producing, etc., when you're younger, you may not have that, and you may need to do some of these internships to build those relationships and network with other photographers. See what it's like, um, you know, before you get out there and do the it. I'm, I'm, again, I'm talking a lot, and I'm sorry. No, no, it's good. Um, no, it's good I, but info. But I hope. But yeah. but what? Uh, anything to add to that? Any thoughts as I'm rambling on about this stuff here? Um,
0: and I mean, don't quit your day job uh, too soon. Um, you know, I I kept a. a a job until I got so busy with photography work that I had to quit that job. Um, if you quit your job and want to be a professional photographer right off the bat, that's going to put a lot of pressure on your work. And that's something that you don't want right away. Um, you know, just uh, and, and then I brought my wife on full-time when it was time. Um, yes. you know, Dude, I, I didn't bring, her, a, bring her on full-time when I went full-time because that would have been so much pressure on the both of us that I don't think we would have survived. So therefore, just take it slow. And, yes. Um, Dude, and that is so happen.
1: hugely important because it's the same thing with me too. Like I was very fortunate that I had like a half-time teaching job as I was building up my photo business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my position was starting to get cut because music and art. I was a music teacher and music are, like, is like one of the first things to get cut. My position was getting cut. I was kind of shooting on the side and I was very fortunate. I didn't leave my other profession until I knew that things were going to work out. Right. Yeah. Um, so don't, so what Neil is saying, that's, it's important. Don't, 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 don't quit your J job. Don't, no, don't do no. it. No. And, was, and, and just ahead, remember
0: that, that photography is only about 10% of your business. Um, running a photography business is mostly that it's business. Um, so if you're not business savvy, you know, go take, go take a class at a community college of entrepreneurship or economics or something, um, accounting, even anything will help. Um, so try and, um, you know, try, try and, uh, you know, build your foundation of a business, um, and try and become business savvy. I think that's what I kind of want to say. So, uh, yeah,
1: it it is you, you you hear people say and I've heard people say it's like, you know, the actually taking photos is like 10%. It is. It is like I mean. 10%, 10% or 15% <laughs> or whatever it is. The rest is is a lot of just work on the back end. And it's also man, I feel like like people don't know like when you first get started and you only have shot a few weddings Um, or maybe if if you've shot a few weddings, you start to get the hint of how much work it is, but shooting Mm -hmm. full time, shooting the amount of weddings that we do and everything like that, like it is so much work that people don't understand how much work it is. It looks very glamorous from the outside. Like you're going and shooting all these destination weddings and blah, 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 and you're here and you're there. And, um, but it's, it's so much more work than people actually know or recognize in order to maintain a successful, um, business. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anyway,
0: with yeah, that but I, th- I think i think we give zach a lot to think about <laughs> but <Yes. laughs> uh but no thank you very much for your question and uh if you have uh, more anybody else has more questions please send them in
1: yeah, absolutely um th- th- thank you zach and and yeah anybody else uh please any questions info at wedding dot com is the address uh and uh with that, I think we are all set to wrap things up. We went uh, maybe a little bit longer than we anticipated, but I think it was good content today, right? For the most yeah. part. Yeah. Um, and thank so, you for joining
0: us while you're in Ireland, Andy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> ab- absolutely. This is Wedding Photographers. We've gone international today, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, this is Wedding Photographers. <laughs> <laughs> uniting here literally across half of the globe so uh thanks again thank you so much for listening thank you so much for uh, the itunes reviews uh please keep them coming in because that absolutely helps with more people getting to know about the show um neil uh where can people follow you in the meantime
0: i'll uh, just google my name n-e-a-l-u-r-b-a-n um any words there's uh social media that's where you can find me
1: Okay, and uh, you can find me at Andy Buscemi if you just Google my name, Andy, and my last name is Buscemi, B-U-S-C-E-M-I, and uh, thank you so much again for uh, listening here to episode number seven of Wedding Photographers for Fe- Wedding, <laughs> 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 thank you so much for listening here to episode seven of Wedding Photographers Unite, and uh, we will see you next time. All right, take care.